0: hey everyone and welcome to grow with the flow where we navigate our ever-evolving journey together Well, hey guys, and girls, and gays, and gals, and welcome back to another episode! Woo! Another week, another episode, and yes, happy belated Valentine's Day, everyone! Because yesterday was actually Valentine's Day, and today I'm shooting this on February the 15th, and I am also uploading it on February the 15th! Woo! Yes, I'm hoping to just immediately upload this episode without having to further edit it, just because I feel like I have a lot on my plate at the moment so I feel like it wouldn't be convenient for me to be editing once in a while I mean it's all right but I just feel like you know we also haven't been like having a chill talk you know and stuff and I know before you guys like roast me or anything I know I keep saying I wouldn't edit my podcast episodes and immediately upload them but then I end up just like editing it anyways but seriously I'm dead serious right now gonna be uploading this no matter what so if you guys are not up for the flow I guess I don't know I I mean the whole purpose of me kind of like editing my podcast like last minute usually I'm like oh you know what guys like I'm just gonna like be chill and then we're just like gonna upload this and stuff but the only reason why I end up not going into plan and stuff like I just end up fully editing everything is because i have like perfectionism so every time i like rewind the entire episode i'm like oh my goodness i use a lot of like filler words like uh this that like you know like i I use a lot of like filler words and sometimes that gets in my head i'm like oh my goodness like i feel like it could have been even more perfect so we could just chop this down or like for just main reasons just the fact that i've been blabbering for i could blabber for literally three hours straight and that's not good for the podcast and most of the times it's like me going off topic anyway so hopefully to not be doing doing that so that's why sometimes I just like most likely just edit my podcast because I think like the flow is better that way but I feel like it's just in my head you know I feel like people come and listen to podcast episode just just for the hell of it just for the chill the I don't know the chill flow I guess it's like you're talking to a friend it's like you're having company well at least for me that's what I seek and when I listen to other people's podcast episodes so yeah today we are going to be having like a just just a chill talk and not edit it unfiltered oh that's what that's what I should call it unfiltered episode on university and I'm gonna call this segment do you call it like a segment I would call this like kind of like a segment Because I'm going to be making a part two of this episode of University Talks. That's what we're going to call it. Wow, I literally just winged that because I did not have a title right after just now, right now. We're going to call this episode University Talks because today I am going to be discussing your guys' concerns and questions regarding university. As I did... you guys wait no no sorry as I did posted a question box on my Instagram regarding your thoughts or I don't know your questions regarding universities and I like dropped some several like topics and stuff that you guys could explore but if you guys like have more questions regarding other topics that are not going to be discussed in this episode might as well just like send me a message and I'm gonna put that on my part two I'm definitely gonna make a part two because part one is going to be me like getting a view of university in itself like my journey and my personal journey and opinions I guess like regarding university and my experiences you know being like a 12th grader back then as you guys don't know I if you guys don't know I graduated May of 2022 last year so that's why I'm just basically like a fresh graduate kind of so not really fresh because technically it's been like what almost 10 months now that I'm not in university but seriously like I yeah you know I've been in 12th grade before so it's like if people wanted to know my experiences before going to university and like the struggles of finding um, universities meeting requirements applications all those things it's gonna be in this episode but the second part would be me already in university so stick around for that because I'm gonna be talking about my genuine experiences Right when I hit university and like maybe I'll just talk about like my first semester, my first three months, trimester, I don't know. So yeah, stick around for that. But for today's episode, I'm going to get right ahead into the questions that you guys have asked me because we have several questions and they're pretty good. So... Let's dive in. I'm about to dive in. Okay, we got our first question. Okay, first question is What was the process like when applying to unis throughout your senior year? How did you feel? Hmm. Honestly, wait, sorry guys. I literally I just had a thought crossed in my head. See, this is why I need to edit my podcast, but literally I just had a thought crossed in my head. I mentioned happy belated Valentine's Day just because I wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who has been supporting me. What the heck? It's like, I sound like a YouTuber or something. I sound like an influencer, but seriously though, for people who actually still do listen to my podcast episodes, I like care about you guys a lot and I appreciate you guys so much for still listening on because I would look at my demographic each and every day and I'll be like oh I, I see like at least like seven people are listening or ten people are listening that's like the average mostly it's not a lot but I still am very grateful for that it means a lot because I don't know my podcasting is something I like enjoy most and I love sharing my opinions my thoughts and just helping people in general the best way as possible but also just the fact that I don't know. It also generates... Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be freaking transparent and it does generate money for me. So that's like that's amazing that people listen to it i know i don't make a lot from podcasting but it still would help me a lot in the future especially like if i keep this consistency kind of going and i am able to generate more money to pay my rent or to pay my tuition in some way possible so thank you thank you thank you so much everyone for still listening to me blabber for this many hours sometimes i I appreciate you guys a lot so if you guys also have like people that you care about people your loved ones despite who you are whether you're or whether or not you have like a significant other or not you have families you have friends you have people that are close to you you have like I don't know people you care about your neighbors anyone really show that you care about them send them like a little text message and ask them how they are or just say like happy valentine's day just know that you're thinking about them i feel like that could mean a lot to a lot of people so just do that okay (laughs) that's just like that that crossed in my head and i'm like oh my goodness i like completely skipped the whole valentine's day thing so i'm like okay we're gonna go back to the question now see this is what you guys get for not you know having an edited podcast this is me unfiltered right now so enjoy (laughs) so going back to the question I'm just gonna repeat it. What was the process like when applying to unis throughout your senior year? How did you feel? Okay, so for me, um, maybe I'll just like give you guys like a complete, thorough layout of my university journey, I guess. So for me, it was pretty it was pretty dreadful, if I were to say. Like, if you were asking for one word to describe, like, my process of applying to university, or just school in general for senior year, it was dreadful. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was in misery. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. And it was not just because it was pretty difficult to, like, be adapting back and forth, like, pandemic, non-pandemic, pandemic, pandemic, non-pandemic, you know? But it was also just the fact that I was also really burnt out, like maybe because of just the schoolwork in general, like the workload we have. If you guys also didn't know, like I moved from a Cambridge curriculum school to an IB curriculum school when I'm in high school. So when I was in middle school, I did Cambridge. And when I was in high school, I did IB curriculum. And I always wanted to do IB just because of the diploma program. and, And I And I know that it will, like, get me somewhere. And I knew that, like, it was the most convenient option for me. And so that's why I took, like, IB voluntarily. It wasn't, like, my parents' choice. It was my choice. But, and I knew technically what I was signing up for, but... I mean realistically it was just it was just terrible and I'm pretty sure like people here who are doing IB I mean my audience is mostly just like IB kids cuz they're from my previous school so it's like you guys probably knew what I what I what I meant by going through DP and stuff it was just really hectic and on top of that like balancing it with like a lot of just social isolation and everything when it came when it came to like the pandemic and stuff it just made me feel a little burnt out and my school life was a little just tiring you know in general like I had to do like my all my extensions like IAs, EEs, IOs, TOK, CAS, all these things you know it's it's, it was just like so overwhelming at some certain point but on top of that I also needed to balance three things okay I'm getting all over the place but I seriously needed to balance three things one being school life one being my future and another being my own personal life and so there were many factors as to why it made it a little dreadful when I was in when it was like November and I remember I was going to do my English I.O like, my final, final IO, I remember that, it was the time when I was trying to apply for UCSD, if you guys didn't know, also, um, I guess you could, like, check out my, um, 2022 wrapped for some information regarding, like, my backstory of, like, my university journey, but just to give, like, a brief, simplified story of, like, my university life. I always wanted to go to the states. I always knew that I wanted to work in the states. I wanted to obviously have to go to college there so that I could be able to, you know, have work there in the states and stuff. And so I've always wanted to go to California because I always thought it was like sunny and I love the warm weather. I love the people there, you know. I mean, like there are there are ups and downs, but still like I would much rather prefer being in California even though it's still like a very pricey place, but I think it's also, like, really good, especially Bay Area is really good with, like, data statistics, data science and all those things, and I wanted to major in public health, particularly just, like, kind of leaning to epidemiology, which is, like, biostats and stuff. Okay, don't want to get too technical, but I wanted to go to California, and so that's why I've always just been looking at UCs, because I know for a fact I couldn't afford, like, IV universities like USC, and you know, there are many IVs that are outside of California, but mostly, like, I just wanted to look at UCs, and one of the UCs that struck me out the most was UC San Diego. UC San Diego was the one that caught my eye the most. And that's because they have a really good public health major. And that's why I wanted to go there. But the thing about UC applications is that it starts during November. And that's really freaking early. I don't know what you're talking about. Most university applications, they start by January, sometimes even like very late March or something. You know, I know some people that are from Australia, like they wanted to apply to Australia. They they wait until like April or something. It's It's usually like midway through your senior year when you get like a balance of everything and then you throw in your application and you like you know, submit them and stuff. But for me, I even, I started by (laughs) the second quarter of my senior year. So I was like juggling a lot of things. And it was really overwhelming. But The thing about the UCs is that you have so many requirements, and just in general, not even UCs, when it comes to going to university in the United States, like and you require a lot of things in your application, like you go to your common app, and I'm talking to people that are currently applying for university, so if you don't understand what I'm talking about, just wait a couple years and you will get it, girl. But if you're going to university in the States, you have to have a common app, and in the Common App, you're actually required to write in your personal identification and also your academic records, right? Obviously because this is like the platform that you use to like sell yourself. This is basically the platform you use to apply to different universities in America and what they use to kind of refer to you as an applicant. Like, oh, this is like the person that we're dealing with basically, you know? But apart from like your personal identification, they also want to know a little bit about yourself and they allow yourself to express who you are through different types of essay prompts and that's why you're kind of required to write a personal statement, your personal essay, for like 800 to 1,200 words, if I'm not mistaken. This was two years ago, so I'm just like basing off of memory at this point, but you get the point. But when you apply to different universities, they have different types of requirements so some universities do this some don't but in my experience a bunch of my universities they usually ask for more essays like supplemental essays so you can't just like put in your grades and oh by the way you also need a recommendation letter that's the thing about common apps it's like applying to the states you can't only just like base it off of your grades your grades do not determine your entrance like you could be getting a, an offer to a university just because you have a good essay, a splendid essay or because of your CV because maybe even your grades like there are many factors and that's why I think it had like a bigger opening to me and that's why I was always so intrigued of like going to the states rather than like other countries maybe because I was also not too fond of other countries like I don't know much about the application system which is also kind of on me but then again I had like a goal but like In Australia in particular they only see your grades like you just submit your grades but you would be surprised as to the many universities that actually give in extra attachments like they give you a chance to show who you really are through different attachments, and I, and at that point, I also attached, like, my CV, because I feel like that's also my strong suit, because it definitely was not my grade, so I'm pretty sure, like, I, I was granted the scholarship, which I'm highly grateful and thankful for, um, in my university right now, because, of my CV, you know. But yeah, when it comes to American universities, you have like supplemental essays. And not to mention, like if you apply for scholarships, because I needed to apply for scholarships, there was just no way that my parents could afford it. And the thing about like international students in America, it's pretty difficult to get scholarships unless you're like a like a genius and you're born Albert Einstein with an IQ of God knows how much, then you could definitely get a scholarship regardless or if you're really good at sports and talented and stuff. But I wasn't, but I still needed to try and so with applying to more scholarship offers I I needed more essays you know and I don't know the most essays I did for a universities was probably probably five if I'm not mistaken if I'm not mistaken it's been a while but I did remember doing like five different types of essays because I wanted to try out for two different types of scholarship uh, programs and I also did three of their supplemental essays and so that's also why it was super i guess in a sense like kind of time consuming you know like i could be doing so much work like it wasn't time consuming because i learned a lot and obviously like it's 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 kind of part of their system right i can't really do anything about it you need to understand that but i guess it was quote unquote time consuming because now i look back at it and like i've wasted all of those time effort money You know, because like when you apply to universities, it's not just free, right? You gotta, you gotta pay dollars. And I I paid like $70 or more for those application fees. And some of them I was like rejected. And even if I was accepted, I couldn't afford it. And so like, it was kind of, I felt like it was kind of time consuming in a sense where I didn't even end up going to the States. I'm like going to Australia for university and that's an entire different country. That's an entire different continent for god's sake and so i felt like the entire time effort and hard work i guess like that i did put to fill in my common apps and apply to every university kind of like uh, it's like gone to waste if only like i knew the future or something that i wouldn't have to be going through all of this but i did learn something though like once i knew that all these acceptances that i had from just american universities and i know for a fact that there, there's no single American university that I could attend to with the budget that I'm in. I started applying for community college. And I know there are people out there who are pretty icky or kind of like confused with the idea of like community college. And I know nobody kind of like asked questions about community college in a sense but i want to answer it if any of you and i'm talking to my juniors right now if any one of you is interested in going to community college and you know you don't have the budget to apply to an american university or anywhere you are honestly like if you're applying to getting a college degree first and then a university transferring after that's completely fine no one is stopping you and sometimes you know you are kind of expected to oh after graduating high school you need to go to university or things like that but sometimes you just got to work in your own pace sometimes you got to work with what you have and Honestly, I just want to say that it's completely alright. It's honestly a smart move. Depending on where you are in the world, sometimes even in the States, what I've heard of, like people in California that don't, that want to take, like actual Californians, obviously the one with the green cards, <laughs> people who are actually an American c- citizen and they're in California and in some states in the US, you can get like free access to community colleges and then you know waiting to save up for university later because sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle for some family households right so it's completely all right in fact I feel like it's a good idea to save more money you know and so I was more open to that idea but I knew I had to let that ego down because for me I guess like I wanted everything to go my way and I wanted it to be perfect Uh, perfectionism but it's like it's a whole thing you know and so I wouldn't quite say it's a waste of time for me to be applying to all these universities that maybe, you know, I didn't quite have a chance of going to because I did learn very many valuable lessons from it. And it did help me in my process of growing and understanding that going or even applying to A community college does not make you any less different from anyone else. Like, In fact, think of it this way. The fact that you still wanted to go to an institution to continue your studies and have the determination to be able to reach your dreams and get to a degree that you want to be in just shows a lot about you. And so don't let community college be like a major wall or something that would hinder you from reaching your own success like this could be like just a detour this could be just like a little u-turn that you have to take but it doesn't actually mean that you're not gonna reach your goal just because you go to community college in fact i think you are saving money you're saving your time sometimes and maybe you need a little refreshment with like all the materials before you actually get to university you don't even know so i would say for young people just like do you and work with what you have though and by that time too, I was starting to work harder and not smarter, and I realized that I need to start be, I need to start applying for community colleges instead of universities, and be a little realistic, because obviously I cannot afford them, and once I did, I got offers from community colleges in California, and so I accepted one of them, and I was like really fixated on that one, I was like, okay, I'm going to this community college, and then eventually after a year, I will transfer to UCSD, hopefully, but if I do really good at school, then maybe I could transfer before a year you know like I could graduate a bit earlier and I like kind of went with that plan but I was also not feeling good about it like I didn't felt safe with the foundation that I was in I just thought of it as a safety net but I still felt like I could do better like I felt like I could do more than this, you know, and so right afterwards, and it was like kind of nearing IB exams, I remember this, but I felt like I, I still need to find like other options and universities maybe, there was just like no way, and I don't know if it's like because of the ego or something, again, I was like in the process of like trying to like accept the fact that I'm going to community college, but I think it's also like mostly just the fact that, you know, I, I felt like I didn't know anyone there, first of all, in California, I probably knew like two people, hardly close with, and... I guess, like, the thing about, like, community colleges is that they don't offer you as much grants, right? Because it's, like, a community college, you know? So I didn't have, like, dormitory or anything like that. And I don't want to be, like, that soft kid, like, oh, I don't have a place to live. But seriously, I was, like, scared because I didn't know anyone there. It's a country I've never been in. I felt like I was, like, just trying to get myself off the streets or something. And by that time, I was, like, worrying on how to find, like, rent and stuff because I literally do not know anyone else there. I don't know who to ask. And so I went to my career counselor, And my career counselor couldn't help me. And so she actually gave me a solution, though. She was like, maybe this will solve your problems, especially like because it's like nearing IB exams. And I might be like so immersed in like IB exams that I can't really handle two things at once. So she's like, what if I give you like an agent and maybe she could help you with your accommodations there? It's unlikely that she could because she's not really specialized in the States. But like maybe she could do some help. And that changed my life. I was also like really confused. I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. There's an agent? Like you can like pay someone to do all your applications for you? And I was like, okay, where is this going, you know? And so the moment I said yes, she gave me like uh, my agent's number and stuff. And we like kind of talked and stuff. And my agent was willing to do her best to find an accommodation for me. And I was like, oh, okay, that's like really great. Thank you. She was really sweet about it. And then my school counselor was like, you know this agent is really good, like, she could literally help you find universities, but have you ever tried other countries apart from the States? Because you already tried the States, right? And then I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't, I know where this is going. Like, no, it's okay, I appreciate it, but, like, I'm always just gonna be, like, to the States because that's, like, also a thing about me. Like, when I have a goal... I like only see one path and I'm like, I'm going to reach that goal within the path that I'm in. You know, it's like, it's like kind of like I want to be in control of my life and my situationship and my decisions, like all those things. And it's like, you can't do that when it comes to life. Like you can't have full control over it. But that's like always been the deal with me. Like, oh, I have a goal. I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to get it, you know? And so I've always thought like, oh, I want to work in the States. I want to work here. I'm going to get it through this path, you know? But little did I know, god has like other paths and so when my my counselor was like you should try australia i was like australia isn't it harder to get into australia than the states because they only focus on your grades and i do know realistically my grades are not my strong suit especially the fact that i've been burnt out and i have been getting terrible terrible horrible grades and so and so i was like i don't think it's a good idea you know but then my counselor was like well if you ever need anything you could just immediately talk to your agent she's really sweet She wouldn't push you if you don't want to do anything, but you should try it either way. And so it took me a couple weeks until then I realized that, you know what? Instead of me just wasting my time being on common apps and trying more and more applications, and I do not want to waste my mom's money, that's the last thing I want to do. And I was like, you know what? At this point, fine, like just do it. And so I did. Literally did all the work. I sent her all my information, all my my documents that I needed, my school documents. And then I I remember telling her, I don't know the universities there. I don't know anything about Australia. Just apply me to any university that has public health and I'm good. Like, I just want to see the results. Like, maybe there's a win-win chance. We never know. And so she's like, okay. She sent me a list of six different types of universities and their programs on public health their course book, as well as the prices. And I was like, this is really good. And I did nothing. I literally was focusing on my IB exams and literally did not talk to her for months because i told her like oh i'm so sorry i need to focus on my ib exams and then she's like it's okay you do your thing and let me do my thing and then i'll tell you like the news and so forth and i was like okay cool thank you so much you know and so i let her be and the thing is my agent had a grant so 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 i didn't have to pay for tuition fee at all oh, wait sorry not t- not tuition fee i didn't have to pay for my application fee because for every university, you have an application fee, but I didn't have to pay because it was through an agent, so it was free. I kid you not, I got in all of them, with scholarships too. I was so shocked, like how? Like that's just crazy. After school, like after the exam was over, I remember looking at my phone and being super happy because she would be sending me like documents of my acceptances and the thing that made me most thrilled is that they're kind enough to offer me even the littlest amount of scholarships like to some people it's not a lot but to me it's so much and I was like so mind blown and by the time I graduated from high school I, again, still thought that I would still be, like, in the States and stuff. So I, like, literally told people, like, oh, okay, I'm, like, probably going to leave by August, you know? Like, oh, man, I'm going to leave by August. And then, literally, by July, I get more acceptances. And even throughout, like, November, I was still waiting for more acceptances. And thank God, because all eight universities that I applied to, I got accepted with scholarships. And Monash was the highest one I got. And I, I I cannot, I cannot be more grateful and thankful, but also just freaking starstruck. Like, how do I even get that? You know, like I always tell her, like, send in my C V, send in my C V because there's just no way my grades could have pulled that off. There was just no way in hell. And like I it's so mind blowing that these things could happen. Like it's like you don't ever know where your path is gonna lead you so sometimes just go with your flow and sometimes just work with what you have literally because at this point my my whole high school life my senior year has been a roller coaster like I didn't know a thing I did not have control over everything everything went out of my control out of my own plan and it was just crazy but it's like it's such a great feeling because I can say that like I'm safe enough to go to university in a good community too and also just like having two and a half years of university as well and the fact that I have a gap semester technically and that time would be used for other things that I need to work on in my own like personal life it was just crazy how everything just kind of put like God actually like put everything into place like I did not even see that coming I was like this is a good plan and I was really satisfied with it so if any of you guys are considering on getting a uni agent please please do if you don't have any i have two just dm me and i'll give you some i seriously like it's a good help for them and they're such a good help for you something i learned from my agent specifically she's super sweet she like always tells me that like agnes focus on one thing before the other focus on one thing you know you can make it through everything if you've done it step by step and i was like okay, thank you so much, and so that's why she's like, yeah, so it's like, if you're going through one hurdle, it's okay, you know, just work with it first, and then you'll think about the others later, or something like that, and so that's also something I learned about, like, when it comes to the future, I couldn't just see it in a bigger picture, I should look at it step by step, you know, like, from what I'm currently dealing with, and then looking at the future, like, two years ahead, instead of, like, 50 years ahead, because sometimes I could get through that, that stage, <laughs> but, like, I got so much more grand, and so much more opportunities that lies before me in Australia and I never thought that like I could kind of call Australia like kind of like my own home now because it's like I I'm able to study there I'm able to live there and without like kind of like the worries of like oh I where am I gonna live and is there like a dorm or anything like that you know and I do have friends in Melbourne so many friends that I know of are in Melbourne and some of the people are also like in Monash as well I know at least like two three people and so it's really secure and I felt more home, I guess, like, comparing to if I were to be, like, in California or something, and I'd be, like, super alone, and I have to really start from scratch, and there's nothing wrong with that, too, I'm sure I'll find my own growth in many ways, but I, I love this plan, like, it's, like, this is not a bad idea, in fact, I think it's a really good one, it's way better than my plan, so... So yeah, for young people out there, something that you could take from this is probably just the idea of community colleges. Or I, I've like shared to you guys about like different types of like application processes from the states and also like Australia because those are my experiences. They're much more different ones according to the country. But something that you could also take from this always look at things one by one it gets overwhelming but if you focus on one thing like i was focusing on my school and i handed over my future and my university stuff with an agent that was more efficient than me trying to do things all on my own you know and sometimes i needed to let that ego down and sometimes i need to understand that it's okay to ask for help you know if i couldn't do it then i could just ask someone to help you know but that's like my experience when it comes to like oh that this is like such a long answer for a question but that's like my entire experience and lessons that i've learned throughout the process of applying to universities and again how i felt was dreadful but it all worked out in the end so i was really happy about that so thank you for that question <laughs> and second one oh wow we have so many more questions and it's been 30 minutes that i've been talking oh no see this is why but i hope you guys are enjoying it so far if i'm getting really repetitive on some certain areas i apologize second question why are you not in one yet oh okay so so in the question box i i i kind of like said that i wasn't in university yet but I technically am in university, just not physically. In in fact, my orientation started yesterday, my online orientation, but I would be in a physical orientation later. Right now I'm still in Indonesia, so that's why I'm still doing like online orientation. I kind of signed up for two orientations in general. Just like I feel like I want to like, you know, explore more. Yeah, and then like be able to connect with people, as well as just like preparing myself, I guess, for the actual physical orientation and How how can I say no to, you know, physical interaction with people and like talking and hanging out? So that's why I have like two orientations. But yes, like I'm still at home currently. So that's kind of like misleading. So technically I am in university, just hasn't started yet. See, here's the thing. Like if people are wondering like, oh, did you take a gap semester? I wasn't intentionally planning to. My parents did not want me to go through a gap year, but I had to because in Australia, they actually start their semester on february and there are some people that started their semester in july of 2022 but that's technically the second semester of your university if that makes sense you know how like in normal schools you start july and then you finish in may of the next year in australia you start february beginning of the year and then you finish july that's like the second semester and so on and so forth if that makes sense that's why i am starting on february of 2023 right now so yes i technically am in one sorry if that was misleading just not in one yet physically And also the fact that my university has not actually started, you know, it's just orientation. So, yeah. Sir, wait, did I just say sir? (laughs) Third, third, wow. Third question, feelings of leaving your home country and moving abroad. Oh, okay. So maybe this person is asking what I feel when leaving home country and moving abroad. The way I would answer this question, because it's not really technically a question, but the way I would kind of answer it, I would say... Mm, something I feel like that people don't quite tell you about moving, and I got this from a reel actually, I got this from an Instagram reel I saw once on my feed, but something I don't tell you about moving abroad is that you're going to be so alone. And as an only child, I I would say that I'm pretty prepared when it comes to that because I technically spend literally 99.9% of my time alone. And I've been training to not feel lonely, if that makes sense. Because I I think I talked about the difference of being alone physically and feeling loneliness. I could be like in a room full of people and still feel lonely. I'm sure people have also felt that. So there's a difference within that. But that's also something I feel like not a lot of people talk about when you're moving abroad. Well, maybe they don't talk about it because it's kind of obvious. Or it's something that you should like feel um, personally. But... I think it's a great insight. It's like something that, you know, oh, okay, I'm like prepped for this feeling later on. But yeah, anyone who is like going to be moving abroad to study, you're going to feel, you're going to feel a lot of your own presence. And I think it's going to help you learn to be present within your own time and be more comfortable with yourself and understanding that, you know, you don't have to feel lonely just being with yourself. And I think it's a much more of a learning process, but that's something to think about. Also, another thing that, you know, is a main concern of like moving abroad is that you're probably not going to fit in. And that's okay, you know, because we all came from different cultures, family backgrounds. And so sometimes moving into a new country, a new city in a country is pretty different. They have their own traditions. They have their own way of doing things. People are very different, but I'm really, really excited to move abroad. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited just for the fact that people in Indonesia, I'm just going to say it, like people in Indonesia are so nosy. Like I feel like people abroad, they're they're so up in their own businesses and i love that in fact people are so nosy like they they talk about like other people behind their backs and they're like always having these kind of thoughts and then in front of them they be all fake and stuff like looking all polite and stuff and i guess that's just the community i grew up in in Chibubur but like just in general i'm pretty sure people are just really nosy here in indonesia you know and so i would really love to like get somewhere in a place where you know people just mind their own businesses and also just being more sincere to other people this despite if you're a customer despite if you're a cleaner or anyone that's below you above you whatever just treat them nicely treat them as equal treat them as a person like hey how's your day like good morning you know and like you walk on the street and and people greet you well, that's just my opinion, though, because something I've noticed with people abroad, like, they come up to you in a store, and they'll ask you how you're doing. Never in my life in Indonesia have have I ever went to a store, and they ask, like, how are you doing today? Beautiful day, right? Hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Like, have a safe trip. Never! Unless it's, like, with a family member. Then I then I get that. But it's it's it was never with a stranger. You know, this one time I was walking. Well, as, as usual, I do, like, morning walks and stuff. And... People that know me know they cannot approach me when I'm walking outside in public. Like, if it's not in in school or a mall or something, it's fine. But in public, like, outside, I look like a serial killer. And that's because, because, like, I guess, like, women get catcalled here, like, most of the time. So I do, I guess, like, look or act like a, like a rebel. Like, not a rebel. Like, like I act like a criminal. Not a criminal. It's just, it's just, I, I look all mean and and just sadistic i don't know i don't know i just look mean whatever and and what i do when i like walk outside i look at one point and I just walk towards it I don't make eye contact with anyone if I see nobody then I can look at the trees I can look at the sky yada yada but then if there are people I look at one little point and I walk straight you know and I have this thing in my hands like sometimes like if something if someone like tries to grab it I know what to do all those things like I have to be prepared for an attack and as scary as that sounds but that's the reality of the world that I live in you know and this one time I passed a white dude and I couldn't tell because of the mask and again in Indonesia you're still wearing mask even if you're outside but there's this dude jogging and he was looking at me i couldn't tell because i was staring at one point at the time and i was walking he looked at me and he waved and i kind of took my headset out he took off his mask and he said like hey smile it's a wonderful day and i smiled at him well he couldn't see with my mask on i I smiled at him and i was like yeah it is you too and then i like walked past you know and i was like that's really nice you know that's, that's people don't quite do that when I'm like around, like, I don't know, Indonesian people. And I guess maybe people have their own way of like identifying whether someone wants to be said hi to or not, wanted to be greeted or not. But I, I like that kind of change once in a while, you know? And if I'm gonna get tons of those later, when I move abroad that I'm all here for it that could like make my day just like that you know that's like kind of like the perks of like not kind of the perks but kind of the downside of like being an only child it's like you rarely kind of like hear these things once in a while so you give it to yourself but it's nice to hear it from people once in a while even if they're strangers you know so yeah so that's what I feel um leaving a home country and moving abroad would be really difficult obviously financially as well i feel like finding oh my goodness finding a community you know i feel like one thing also that they don't tell you about moving abroad is that you're gonna have better connection one-on-one with people rather than having a big friend group you can't have a big friend group at once. Some people are really talented at like just like talking and like socializing. So you could get a big friend group especially like if you have like multiple classes together and you meet one person that has a friend group and you join their friend group. We don't know. That could happen, but it's easier to f- find like one-on-one connection with people and maybe you could fl- flourish later like years in the future, but You know entering like a new like friendship a new community i think it's best to have like one-on-one connection with people being friends first and before you expand your like group and stuff oh excuse me i just burped but but yeah that's something like i think that people don't talk about a lot and that's something you should actually just feel but it's good to have like a like a head start you know just like oh a heads up sorry like a heads up you know so it's like okay thank you obviously you would also be like homesick and stuff but you know it's a whole thing you're gonna get used to it you're gonna find your own people you're gonna find your own community and I think it's a whole whole world of self-exploration so yeah okay 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 oh my goodness we have like four more questions we're gonna get it through one by one really quick Next one. What do you personally look for in a uni or what would be a deal breaker for you when choosing between two top unis? Good question. Oh, technically, this is one question, but it didn't fit the response box. So, 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 so. What I personally look for in a university for me specifically would be the major that's number one i would say and i'm pretty sure everyone has like different preferences when it comes to university and that's up to you but for me i would say major is number one it just has to be and i hope it's like that for everyone else you know sometimes like i have people coming to universities just because they have a significant other in a university or something which is not entirely bad but if your significant other is taking for instance a language major and you're taking an engineering major and it's not the best in that particular university because it's more of a literature like i don't know based university then that's, that's, come on, man, like, that's not good, you know, like, you can't be sacrificing your education just because of a significant other or something, well, again, you do you, but I I would suggest, like, no, like, major first, please, you know, and I guess that's also, like, kind of my mindset, like, I always put my major first, and that's the first thing I look for in any university. In fact, the first university I applied to is because I looked for my major, and I would I would look at, like, top universities in the world, which is kind of like, oh my gosh, like, out of reach, like, why would I do that? But Yes, I, I, I choose b- based on how much the university is going to give out to me. Like, oh, look at the handbook specifically. Like, if you, if you have a certain major, for me it's public health, I would look at the handbook and I would see if they have covered all the topics that I would love to learn. And if they have, like focuses on different types because public health is pretty broad if they have focuses on each kind of how do i say it like subtopics that i would m- much prefer learning then i would choose that you know I, w- I would definitely just like look at the major that i'm fitted with i look at the handbook like oh i would definitely love to like learn all of these things and you know that would be like my deal breaker like number one would be major also another thing that actually caught my eye while studying in australia rather than the u.s is that in the states and indonesia as well maybe even like other countries in indonesia and in the states they have this thing called what is it called i forgot what it's like specifically called but i'm pretty sure it stands for gd which is general 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 diploma i forgot what it's called but let's just call it like general knowledge so the thing in the states and indonesia is that they will take your first year for general knowledge and that means that everyone is learning the same thing which is just like well general knowledge which is like economics, business, and sciences, the general sciences. And math, mathematics, English, all those things, you know, it's like kind of repeating your high school experience a bit, and that's why they have four years of university, and in fact, actually in Australia, I, I'm only like doing two and a half years of university, so that's kind of like a steal, it's like I'm saving money and stuff, but yeah, I feel like that's like one of the factors as to why I chose like the Australian educational system versus the states in this case, just because they cut off one year of your university journey, so that in Australia, you didn't have to go through general knowledge, and I was like, oh, this is such a steal, because I didn't have to go to general knowledge unless I go to college first to just refresh my memory but there's nothing wrong with obviously people that do general knowledge but this is just an insight I guess like apart from looking at the major that your your university is offering maybe like look at a pros and cons list of how different educational systems are provided in like different countries and stuff so that's number one for me and second okay these like varies okay like I don't have like a specific rank but number one would totally be major for me and number two would be weather again no rank for this one i'm just like stating at this point you know because i don't really have like a like a like a rank for everything but number two would be like weather it's really important for me to be in a warm state of weather because i am a warm person i'm a tropical girl like i i come from a tropical country and i love the warm weather and i don't know it just gets me going it gets me super happy and stuff so weather would be number two and that's kind of ironic because i'm going to melbourne and it's like really windy there and weather is so extreme i heard so that's something that i have to work on but i'm pretty flexible and that's why i didn't choose like the nordic countries or like canada or the uk anywhere in europe maybe because i i just needed like the warm weather and i know in europe there are plenty of countries with warm weather but i just meant like countries that are majority is like pretty wintry and stuff i wouldn't prefer it yes weather would probably be my second because it's essential for me and number three would probably be community kind of like close to the city or how well is the community you know like is it like dangerous or i don't know like choose a university that you know has good community that's why i also said that i wanted to go to california just because of the community and the weather again like what i mentioned when it comes to like the difference between like going abroad and here i'm pretty sure there's like a huge difference and community is like one of it you know okay 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 part of community is understanding how expensive the community is you know if you want to talk about financially it's like oh if you're going to be in melbourne is it like more expensive as being in sydney no but is it still expensive yes so something that you need to consider you know when it comes to community financially and things like that you know so that's 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 something that would be like what i look for in university and what would be a deal breaker for you when choosing between top unis okay deal breaker between top two unis Number one would be major. Well, major and ranking, if I'm not... I'm, I'm not going to lie. Major and ranking. Like, because I was offered... I, I had, like, an epiphany between, like, two things. I had, like, an epiphany between two top universities as well. Um, but I looked for... because The other university that I was about to accept, was was about to accept the offer, had a larger scholarship, if I'm not going to lie. I had a larger scholarship, but tuition was more expensive than what I had right now, you know, but the ranking for Monash is better than the other university, so I would say ranking, I would say ranking honestly, kind of like as a deal breaker for me, the ranking and then the major, because I, I w- okay, I know I always say like major is first, but that's because I got into a different major um, in, in the university that wanted me basically that the other top university you know and so it was a different major and i felt like i was more suited in public health you know and it's something that i wanted for a long time so i wouldn't want to like drop that off for another major is in specifically you know and so that's why i chose monash is because of the ranking and then the major <laughs> and also community wise because The community was pretty different way different it's actually in a different city in Australia that I got the offer from and I wanted to go there like I really wanted to but people told me that because it's really sunny it's sunny it's really beachy and stuff and if I like describe it people probably know what I'm talking about but it's it's it's, it reminds me of California and so I wanted to go to that University I wanted to accept the offer but people kept telling me like dude if you go there, there's literally nothing there, like, nothing is there, and I was, like, really, I was like, okay, and then I kind of, like, did a, you know, just, like, a little reflection, like, oh, okay, pros and cons, like, which one, and then I, like, just stuck with Monash, so, yeah, th- those three, basically, um, ranking major community, there you go, okay, another response not a question okay not a question (laughs) great not a question but please bring sunscreen two out of three aussies get skin cancer before the age of 70 oh don't you worry girl i always wear sunscreen and for everyone listening as well always wear your sunscreen i'm a very active person i always go on walks i not always but i do sometimes go on runs as well i have been slacking i've been a really terrible couch potato freaking lazy right now but always Always wear your sunscreen, especially when you're outside. So yes, don't you worry about that. But thank you so much for the reminder. Okay, one last question, one last question that we're gonna do before we close off this podcast. Last one. In your opinion, what do you think you worry most about uni? Okay, that's a great, great question. For me, I would say scholarship. I'm I'm very grateful that I got a scholarship for this year, but for the next year. I needed to apply to another scholarship offer. Like, I can't be using this one again. And I think that's something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not even even in university yet technically, but... I'm like thinking about it because I don't know how my mom is going to pay for this. She's a single working mother and it's like pretty difficult to afford tuition. So I know for a fact that I need to work, but I cannot work for my first year. I think I still need to balance my school life and she wants me to prioritize that. Unless I get the hang of it pretty quickly, then I could get a job. And most likely like my job would not be paying at first and maybe gradually it would be paying. I don't know. It's just I'm trying my best to try to help her in many ways possible and not gonna lie it's gotten me to the point where I was even thinking of becoming a content creator like creating YouTube videos or maybe just like continuing the podcast episodes as as well like even though the podcast does not make a lot of money but it is something that I could still do to generate money online other than just like you know physical work and stuff so it is one of the factors that I have to like kind of sacrifice if I still want to be able to afford tuition you know I have to find other ways to find money or I'd have to keep my grades up and that would just mean I'd have to cut down a lot of time to do do more work and like invest my time in work and probably not hang out with, with friends as much you know but I'm just gonna like go with the flow and stuff because at, at the moment the scholarship is what I'm relying on to at the moment especially for next year we'll kind of see how that goes but it is something that I am thinking about even when I'm not even in university yet so yeah But, yeah, one thing that I worry most, honestly, is scholarship. And then second would probably be, like, friends. Not gonna lie, I feel like it's not gonna be as, you know, joyful as it is when it's here, you know? When it's here, because it's so easy, I get the rhythm of, like, what people like to joke around about and stuff. And I know I'm a pretty adaptable person, but, I don't know, noticing the pressure I kind of have with going to university and trying to like manage my schoolwork especially entering for the first time I don't think I'm gonna have like a lot of friends and maybe I go to some outings but probably decline some of them because I need to study I don't know it's like I feel like I wouldn't have that many friends and it's completely all right but I kind of want to you know if I'm gonna be honest I really want a lot of friends I want to explore new people and new communities as well but it'll be such a bummer but I know that I'm preparing myself and just go with the flow. Who knows? It'll change. But this is just like my prediction. So that's also something that I like kind of have in my head that I'm like kind of worried about like, oh, am I going to have friends or not? And if I, if I am, like, are they going to be like good or not and stuff? Because it's kind of like a gamble, right? When it comes to friends. But, you know, I'm all up for it. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Another thing I worry about, um, probably just like managing my life in general. Like, I know... Technically, I'm kind of living alone, because, again, only child things, whatever, but I'm not, like, cooking and stuff, like, I rarely am cooking for myself, I try my best to. During this holiday, I try my best to, like, act like as, as if I'm an actual college kid, but I feel like just balancing that in a new environment, it's pretty difficult, like, oh, having to do your own laundry, cleaning your own house and everything, and especially if I'm sharing it with roommates, so that's, like, one thing I need to adapt for, but it's not really something I worry about, but maybe once I get there, I would like worry about it because it's, it's a new shift. It's definitely a change in my lifestyle. So yeah. Okay, you guys. That was actually wonderful, but I know for a fact this is going to go for like 50 minutes. I'm not even kidding. So if you're interested in a very long chat about university and I don't know, just getting a little catch up on my life if you want to, then this is the episode for you. And I want to thank you guys so much for sticking around and making it till this far. I hope you guys learn a thing or two from this podcast. And if you guys have more questions, please DM me so that I could answer them in my next episode or just wait for the next question box to pop up so yeah hope you guys have a great rest of your day and yeah love you guys and appreciate you guys (laughs) bye i'll see you guys next time